Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. Every day at this time, I'll, uh, I'll present uh, maybe a theme of practice or talk about practice. Uh, so I think it's important every day that uh, we're all here at this time. And also um, in the late afternoon, at, um, as you can see on the schedule, at um, 4.45 Also, there'll be uh, thoughts uh, shared about uh, practice. And today, in the first day of practice, there might be also uh, spread along the day uh, other uh, instructions, little uh, words here and there. So I think um, mainly how I think of uh, this practice uh, these days is um, when we have the chance to sit uh, like this or to do the walking or actually to do anything that we're doing here inside the retreat center during the, uh, that would be maybe the meals or the going about or being inside the room, every... Um, Everything, every event, experience uh, becomes an opportunity to um, get really interested in how uh, this moment, experience, uh, can be met. Uh, so that's, in a way I could say, I feel free to say the art of um, meditation practice is being really interested in how um, what is happening is uh, met, held, accompanied, uh, what's the relationship to what is happening. Yeah. So, you know, in sitting we just sit here and probably mainly what we'll be interested in is uh, how we can uh, be here just in this sitting posture um, Uh, with a stable mind, maybe a kind mind, maybe a wakeful mind, or attitude if you want to replace the word. So that's, that's what practice is, practicing being here in a way that is, um, maybe I'll use that word, healthy, you know, in a healthy way. So you know, if you, uh, a few years back when I started my practice, You know, if you, uh, to, so you would sit me here, you know, say, Pascal, sit for a few minutes. We won't do anything just for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. We'll, we'll just sit here. You know, what would I do? I would take off 
you know, in fear, in uh, anxious thoughts, in planning, in rehashing, in analyzing, in projecting, in... Uh, and so that was the best use I could do of the time or body and mind. I didn't know otherwise. Uh, and with practice, it took 20-some years, and I'm starting to understand <laughs> what the deal is here. Is whatever the situation is, Pascal, you know, how can it be met, is the question. How, how can I be just here uh, sitting you know, how could it be met or fully, or caringly, or carefully, or or curiously? All different, uh, very uh, known to be very healthy responses. And this we have to find for ourselves. You know, so that's pretty much what's going to happen over the day and the days here. We're going to happen, we're going to, not happen, but we're going to discover how the mind can easily create trouble for itself and its relationship to, you know, the posture, sitting or walking or eating or, or in relationship to whatever is happening. And so that's a big part of what's happening here is... Uh, will be doing something or not doing something and discovering how we are doing it or how we could be doing it. So when we think of practice, maybe in retreat, often we'll think in three main practices that we're doing. One is the sitting, Another one is the walking. I'll talk about it uh, later this morning. And another one is everything in between. And so it's good to be aware of this because we could easily think it's only happening in the meditation hall. The rest, you know, doesn't count that, that much. But in a training ground, like here, we could think about this as a training ground or, or a research lab. I lo- that's... One way I, I love to think about this, this is a research environment. We're, we're exploring human nature. Uh, and so in this research lab, in this train, on these training grounds, uh, the walking becomes as important as the sitting. And the being in the bedroom or in the bathroom or in the dining hall, are all really great opportunities to become really interested in how this being is meeting what's happening, holding what's happening. And so everything that will happen here, uh, you can think as an opportunity. That is the practice itself, to recognize opportunity. It's not easy, something we think... You know, the retreat would be fine if there wasn't this, you know, and put in the this what's bugging you, you know. And in the kind of a attitude or wise kind of view we're trying to bring is, oh no, this too, this too. So whatever is going to happen here, 
uh, we can say uh, will be part of our practice. Um, the ache in the body, the relationship to each other, you know, the yogi job that you got, you might think like, oh, that's the only thing if I had got that job rather than this job, you know. But this becomes the form, the form to um, develop, um, you know, wisdom, wisdom, like a wise response, inner response. And so also to define a little bit more with words, and mostly what we want to do is define it in, in, uh, in a lived experience for us, but to define a little bit more what meditation is as I understand it. Uh, I'll, um, I'll talk this morning about three ways to, uh, to gain understanding about anything I think it might be a good way to understand what is meditation. So one way to bring understanding in our life, check this out, is that true for you? Do you recognize something in there? Uh, is to receive information. You know, so as we got here, uh, Michael or the other uh, volunteers, generous people who are here, you know, gave us information. Oh, so the sitting meditation hall will be on your left when you go across the, the door here. And if you go further along, your bedroom's going to be on that side or that side. Yeah. So that's freeing information. Uh, if we're experiencing confusion, oh my God, I've never been here, you know. We get a little information in words, you know. Sometimes it's in written form. And so we see more clearly. I see you know, I was lost, and now I see. I got information. <laughs> That's useful. In the dominant culture, it's very, very prevalent. You know, we're bombarded with information about the world. And it has its use, but let's say in Buddhist psychology, it's, um, it's limited. It's very important, essential, we can't do without. But it's also limited. There's another kind of way that we can gain understanding is by reflection. So these, this uses the thinking processes, a process, to actually think, oh, what does that mean for me? When you see the schedule, this is a kind of information, and then you start to reflect, oh my God, that's a busy schedule. <laughs> Will I be able to do all this? So you're kind of appropriating in the best sense of the word, you know. You're making yours, making sense. Or here, there'll be ideas presented like now, and we'll make sense of them. We'll maybe reflect on them, thinking about it. Oh, Pascal talked about this. What does it mean for me in my life? You know, so it starts to make sense in a different way. So reflection, that's a second level. We can't do without. It's extremely important. And there's a third a way or level of understanding. And this one doesn't get a lot of airtime. It's not very, um, very uh, promoted, maybe I could say, in, uh, our, in the dominant cultures that we're part of. This is what we call meditation. So what this is, is not a reflecting on. It's not a thinking about. 
it's uh, living the experience. It's on the felt sense level. It's really important to define this uh, as we're entering practice here. You know, so there's one level, it's information. One level is reflecting. And another level is a felt sense of things. The experience of sitting here. Not thinking about sitting and how I should th- sit or whatever. It's the experience of sitting. The experience of uh, a taste. The experience of a, a step. The experience of calm. Not thinking about calm, but the experience of it. The experience of agitation, shame, confusion, joy. The list is endless. (laughs) So here we're very, very interested in that level. The tasting, we could say. I'm trying to find different words here to define this. And so it's just below, under words. It's, uh, we're diving under the, con- the conceptual, conceptual way of uh, um, meeting the world, you know, creating words. Like, oh, I'm sitting here, we're here for four more, five more days. You know? This is conceptual. We're conceiving a world. Huh? We're creating a world. In the practice of meditation, we're very interested at the point of contact before the story is told, you know, before the timeline appears. I'm here now, later I'll be over there. And so it'll take time maybe to recognize that level because we, not that we don't experience it, we experience it, but we don't give it so much value a lot of the time. So a typical thing that happens for a human being, check this out again, is that true for you? Do you recognize something in there? Is that we'll have a moment of seeing, just a contact with seeing, and then we take off. (gasps) So beautiful, this forest, I have to discover it. Or, you know, whatever, you taste something, wow, this is so good, this is salty, the way I like it, I want the recipe. Do you see what I mean? There's words added, there's a story. And we are mostly, I think, anything I, I say, please check it out in your own experience. Don't, don't believe me, you don't have to. Please do not. Whatever you do, do not believe me. <laughs> Just that's meditation, is to check it out. Is that true? But um, we tend, I think, certainly I can speak for me, and a few of us, I think, we tend to be fascinated by our thoughts, engrossed, uh, captivated, like captivated, like captured, <laughs> like uh, under the spell, you know, occupied, under occupation, preoccupied by our thoughts. And so here, a lot of what we'll do is we'll wake up to this how suddenly we took off in the made-up world. But you'll say, no, it's true. Next week, I really have to do this. You know, but next week can't be touched right now. It has to be conceived. There's a story that, a fiction has to emerge. (gasps) How dare you talk about my life. That sucks as a fiction. (laughs) 
it really sucks. <laughs> and so here we practice renunciation in a way, simplicity. It's not easy. But it's good to name it so we will know what to invite, in what direction to tend. Every time the mind starts telling a story, see if it's possible to say, thank you, my love. Thank you for the timeline you just created and for all the images that come. This is what they are, images. What's happening now? Our coolness in the room. So today we're invited very much to come back to sense contact, to the door of the senses, where there is, you know, skin that ch touches uh, warmth or coolness, where breathing is happening, where light is touching the eyes, colors, forms, and uh, stay really close by at the point of contact. It's not, I, don't, I wouldn't want this to be oppressive, like you have to stay at the point of contact with reality, don't take off in your thoughts. This is a suggestion, this is what we are interested in exploring. Is that even possible? You know, why we do this? To highlight our addiction to the thinking process. That's one of the main reasons. And maybe to discover inside, vipassana, <laughs> seeing deeply, that maybe it was just a, a made-up story and that I got engrossed in, that made my heart beat and my throat uh, contract and all this. But it was actually, you know, the drawing of a tiger on the tiger on the cave, you know. Not the tiger, just a draw, drawing, right? Not easy to do. I'll give this to us. <laughs> but certainly worth playing with, you know? So maybe I'll finish with this. We're, we could say we're actually operating a switch of value over the day and the days. So where we valued our ideas about past, future, self, now we're starting to value moment by moment, forgetting, remembering. It's going to be messy, even <laughs> if we're sitting all like cleanly in the Buddha statue, there's all, you know, quiet and all this even the quietness and the silence, it's probably going to be a little messy, you know, uneven, <laughs> not linear. <laughs> and uh, humor might help a little bit. Tenderness will help a lot. Um, but we are operating a little bit of a change of value. It's an experiment, you know, knowing that next week we can value, we can go back in valuing every one of our thoughts. Adhering, loving, being engrossed, enamored by every mental formation. Here, we're trying something. It's worth trying, apparently. Say the sages. Uh, worth trying to um, 
give value to felt experience, to the body sitting, just um, these instructions from the Buddha, you know, just enough awareness to know that there is a body and to maintain this awareness, consciousness. How simple is that? So what are the instructions? Can you sit here? Just know you're sitting. Just that. And keep this in mind. Keep being aware of this. No! I want to think about the future. and know it's going to turn bad. <laughs> I really give me just two minutes to indulge in future thinking. No, can you just be here? And know you're here. Know there is a body here, sensitive body. So that's a very unusual way to relate to life. But it says in the teaching there is much to be discovered there. Depth and wisdom and liberation. Whoa! Just in relating to what's happening here now. Shall we try? You don't have to. There's always the possibility of, you know, thinking about last week or next week. It's a possibility. I'm just trying to suggest an alternative <laughs> to this. So we might not know that there was an alternative to just being here. not stuck in the posture so that's the middle path here we're not stuck in the posture yet we would like to be able to choose stillness and so if it becomes extremely uncomfortable uncomfortable in a way that I don't want to feel I can readjust the posture move the leg Open the eyes if they're closed. Close the eyes if they're open. Fidgeting with the, you know, always trying to improve the posture or release any discomfort would be very agitating for the mind. Feeling stuck would be very agitating for the mind. So we're going the middle way here. <coughs> if you feel like you're getting disconnected, dissociated, stuck in some ways, you could just move the fingers a little bit. Feel free to move the fingers. It won't make noise for others. And you might become alive again, bring some fluidity in the system if it gets a little frozen.
we want to invite in the body uh, relaxation, if at all possible. So letting the earth carry us. We don't have to carry the body. It's held by the earth. So the shoulders, uh, maybe on the out-breath, can come down a little bit. The belly can relax. You could let go of uh, any tension that can be uh, let go of. The out-breath is a really good way, a good moment to do this. You could even want to, you could even take a few deeper breaths if you want, two or three deeper breaths to help the relaxation. And then allow the breathing to become natural, just the way it is, not imposing anything on the breath, any view that it should be like this or like that. So one part of uh, relaxation, allowing, and one part, an equal part of uh, aliveness, which can take the form of curiosity. Discovering what it feels like to be here now. this body, in this heart. See if we can allow things to be just as they are. In the environment alive, In the body, alive with its aches, movements, in areas maybe of ease. We're not in a fixing mode. We're not in that region of the brain that wants to organize or fix or figure out. We let go of these attitudes for a moment. We're only discovering what's there.
not explaining, just feeling, feeling the hands. Feeling the belly if you want to. trying to achieve anything, just uh, hanging out here. With the quality presence, receptivity. Just enough awareness to know that there is a body and to maintain that knowledge or awareness. You can notice if the mind of the meditator is uh, active, having a lot to say. If the mind of the meditator is rather silent, maybe listening. No judgments here, just factual. It has a lot to say. Commenting, describing. Or maybe it doesn't. It's rather silent.
all kinds of energies uh, will cross the mind and heart and body, tiredness, irritation, quietness, maybe joy, comfort, discomfort, confusion, clarity. We sit here and we allow these different energies to cross the field of our awareness. Sometimes heavy, sometimes light. Just notice how it is right now. Comfortable, uncomfortable. Rush of agitation. Sometimes ease and joy. Stay aware of the body sitting here, transformed and moved by all these uh, energies, becoming heavy or light or tensed or released.
just a few more moments allowing the body to be in the shape it's in right now seeing if it can be allowed if it can be experienced lucidly maybe caringly carefully Okay, thank you. So we're learning in a way to to uh, commit to reality, uh, to engage in a healthy way with uh, reality that we tend to uh, maybe dismiss for our for the next moment or for another reality or fiction you know that we would uh, value so we're learning again and again to turn towards what's happening here and learn to care and be truly in relationship with what's happening freeing the mind from its obsessions and uh, preconceived ideas and all the ways that it gets caught it's very delicate work and so it takes uh, probably takes a couple of days to get into it you know and so uh, we shouldn't be harsh with ourselves you know we shouldn't force nor should we abandon Maybe a few words about uh, walking. And so in this tradition that we're in, we could call it uh, early Buddhist, early Buddhism, or Theravada, or insight, or Vipassana. Many words can be used. 
even mindfulness could be used, I think. We value um, practice with eyes maybe closed and in a still posture sitting uh, as much as we value uh, wakefulness or the development of these qualities uh, in movement with eyes open. Uh, as we live uh, a lot of the day with eyes open in movement, it could be good to not make a bad association between uh, meditation and uh, eyes closed and stillness it means we couldn't be awake or caring or curious in moments where we're relating or moving about and so the <clears throat> the walking practice is is a practice that i personally love but i know that uh, when we practice this sometimes we we can hate it with passion <laughs> love it and there's a third option is feel very neutral about it <laughs> so anything in between might be experienced and it might change over the course of practice even the course of the days here but also years of practice and so as many of you know the practice is uh, quite simple I'll, I'll do this here maybe so the idea is to um, just find a spot that's the formal meditation practice as it's been practiced for centuries. Uh, find a spot probably outside this morning if you want, but inside in the dining hall, the different hallways uh, in the building could be used. Um, uh, yeah, or outside on the lab. And um, the invitation is maybe just to start by standing up and notice this is very different than uh, what I was feeling down, down there it's, uh, even uh, an insight that uh, comes is, uh, is, is, is feels suddenly very strange that we call this one body you know that there's we think it's the same body and that I had for many years now you know when just being attentive to this experience and this experience is already two things, you know? And it seems a little conceptual to actually bring them together as they're... Well, the big difference is the other one is gone. <laughs> I'm not, oh, here's another body. It feels like this, this one. You know? So, you know, if you feel stuck with your body for a few decades... Liberation might be to discover that there were several of them. <laughs> they keep changing, changing, and they they will. So, um, so just standing and noticing the experience of this, breathing. So we're just bringing interest to, uh, you know, it's so incredibly simple. Huh? The instructions of the Buddha: standing, know you're standing; sitting, know you're sitting. But that's such an amazing way to cut through a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Self-produced and uh, thanks to society <laughs> producing a lot also of messages that we get, you know, that we don't belong and etc. And you know, you just stand, become aware that you're standing and you can cut through a lot 
of uh, oppressive messages. This is just what's happening. Standing, breathing. And in here I think what will happen over the days is we'll become more and more acquainted to the sensitivity of the body. (coughs) Sensitive in the way that it has five senses. Let's start with these five. And so here we're invited to just become aware of this. So as I'm standing, oh, the system, the sensitive system is touched by forms and colors and space. You know, I'm putting words into it, but in the moment of practice, it's just wordless. It's just being touched by light or coolness or gravity, you know, just discovering this, this is such incredibly sensitive, this system. So just becoming acquainted with this in real time as it's, as it's happening. That's the, the particular angle of the meditation. Practice. It's not, oh, it's sensitive in the past. It's, well, look at this, it's happening now. And then the practice is just to take a few steps maybe 10, 15, 20 steps in one direction, stopping and turning around. And in the whole time, in the stopping, in the turning around, in the walking, we're invited in real time, (coughs) as it's happening, to discover sensitivity. So I'm here. Sensitive. And then just taking a few steps. Hands could be here, could be here, could be here, could be here. <laughs> it's not very important. It's just taking a few steps and just feeling. Oops, and the body stops. So we're coming home, close to home. When we've been gone here and there, we're coming here. This coming here can be very touching, can be awkward, can be confronting can be unusual, can lead to doubt. Why? Why would I be doing this, just walking back and forth? We're actually coming here. Here is a lot of intelligence that is untapped. Because when we're just here, yeah, but it should be like this. You know, there's a lot of information, a lot of intelligence that is cut out. And so over the days, we're coming back here. 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 And so if we've judged that uh, body, been harsh with it, or uncomfortable in it, or if it's been attacked in the ways that it's, it's been for us, that's not easy to do. So we have to be very gentle, not forcing, invita- inviting, inviting to feel the body standing in a maybe friendly way, caring way. It's uncomfortable, stay close to the eyes, you know. The eyes, it seems like it's not the body, it's seen, it's outside, but it, it is a you know, valid, it's a sense, colors, movement of the leaves and trees. We're so sensitive, we're even touched by beauty. It's not just like gray, you know, blue, it's oh. You see what I mean? Like we're touched by depth. 
detached by it. So here we are discovering this again as it's happening. So just a few steps like this. And then I stop. And flowers have an effect on this system. You know, it's not a cement wall. You know? And so just discovering this. Breathing. And trying. Maybe feeling the steps. To walk on earth. And we do this until a bell rings at some point. (laughs) 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 um, Queer retreats allow you to do all kinds of things that are unseen in other retreats. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So a bell will ring and we'll come back here. And through this, we're developing sensitivity. We're actually uh, uniting body and mind when they've been disconnected. We're allowing for another kind of intelligence to emerge slowly. Uh, An intuitive, gutsy intelligence. Uh, We're pacifying the mind. Maybe I don't know in English if it's the right way to say it, but bringing calm at the same time as we're rising uh, the level of uh, interest, curiosity, energy in the system. So both calm and wakefulness. Because just calm is not very insightful. (laughs) So it's a mixture of calm and perceptibility. Could that work? Okay, questions? Right, so please adapt this to the needs of your bodies. It's a 45-minute walk. Uh, Maybe it'll work for you if 20 is enough or whatever. So don't force anything. If it becomes uh, too long in some way, just sit somewhere and you'll remain sensitive to sounds of wind, uh, coolness, light, the body will still be alive and there will be movement. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.com dot org slash donate.